Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What the Flock podcast. I said the word flock, not a different <laughs> word. Uh, we are starting on our first episode. Uh, this It is presently the 31st of December. It is 11 p.m. So we are going to be doing a two-hour first episode special type thing for you guys. Um, and it's going to be it's gonna be really fun, I hope. Uh, I have two co-hosts with me. I'm your host, Xander. I should have introduced myself. I have two co-hosts with me. I have... Modi. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Or okay. not. Oh. And I dropped my mic. Or not. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm Sushi. Alright, and like I said, I am Xander. So we're gonna start, like... <laughs> I guess that's our little introductions. Uh, so now we're gonna... Has anything interesting happened to you guys today? Or this week? Or do you guys have any interesting stories that we can start the episode off with? <laughs> um... I, not really. I mean, my life's pretty boring right now. Um, other than, Dude. you know, <laughs> and then, then, you know, like trying to figure out what the hell I want to do um, for New Year's, whether I want to go to a party or if I just want to stay in and just sleep. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of sleeping. I, I've, I, because last night I had to reset my sleep schedule. So I think I've gotten, like, four hours of sleep, and I got them from, like, the period of, like, 4 a.m. to, like, 8 a.m. So, you know, because I've been waking up at, like, 11.30 in the morning instead of, you know, my normal time. Well, normally, I, like, I'm supposed to wake up at, like, 6 in the morning, but since I haven't had school or anything, I've been, like, it's been very interesting because I haven't had anything that I've had to to do so I've just been waking up really late going to bed really late which is not good because it, it's it's starting to I, I can tell that it's starting to affect me because it made me late for because we were supposed to do this recording on a different day but I was late and I mean I wasn't the only person that was late <coughs> sushi um but uh, whoa 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 now hold up <laughs> I um wasn't feeling good the other day thank you um have a good day Xander <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you uh but no it made me it made me late it made me late for the episode so I was like you know I <laughs> I had to like so so last night I was like oh yeah I'm resetting my sleep schedule and like I didn't think I would actually be able to do it I was like, dude, I'm gonna fail this. Hey, at least you're getting sleep, okay? I mean, I don't think I've had sleep for the past, what, three days, maybe? Ish? I don't know. I mean, I just haven't been able to sleep. I've been so stressed. Pardon my language, I might add. Yeah, it's okay. We, we, it's okay. Uh, so we, (laughs) we have, um, we, we have, um, we we I I've I've been trying to reset my sleep schedule today. I mean I I did pretty well and like I said until four a.m. until I like just crashed. Uh, well I didn't really crash. I just kind of like dozed off a little bit, took a little nap. Uh, until eight ish, and then I off and on until eight ish, and then I um, then I got myself ready for for this recording by fixing me a nice little cup of coffee and. And grab my phone so I can set a timer so I can make sure I like don't run short or too long on these segments. How 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 do you like your coffee though? Like, do you like it black? Um, like, 
I like my coffee relatively strong, uh, with cream with creamer and sugar. So I mean, it's pretty basic. I don't put a I don't I don't think mm-hmm. I put a lot of creamer or sugar in it, but I don't know. Some people some people put a lot. Some people don't put a lot. I put hot it's, chocolate in mine. Um, like um, I'll put um like coffee like strong coffee and hot chocolate with like sugar and creamer and ah like a mocha i personally really uh i don't know why but i really like just drinking shots of espresso oh my gosh that reminds me of this thing that i read on reddit one time where it was like it was like oh yeah did you know that you can order like they at like starbucks or whatever they can't they can only give you so much. It's like, no. Okay, so they have like a certain limit on espresso they can give you, but it's like 10 things of espresso. And then like, I don't know, you can have like extra pumps of whatever. And it's 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 pretty, it's pretty crazy because this one person was like, yeah, I had like so much caffeine. You know, I, I kind of drink coffee for the caffeine purposes, but like I also do it because I like to drink coffee. It's, it's beyond just beyond. the caffeine. See, when she said she just drinks straight up shots of espresso, it reminded me of that episode of Friends where uh, Joe uh, Chandler just kept dr- just kept doing those shots of espresso because he was trying to get over Janice, and I'm just like, I can see you doing that right now. <laughs> you know, I I uh, I hate that show with every fiber of my being. It's not funny. It's not. It's it's I'm really sorry, not. What, my my heart, <laughs> my heart. I had one of the people I know force me to watch Friends until one a.m. when I had to wake up at like five o'clock in the morning because you can't oh, come sleep on. without I, TV on. And it was both so me annoying. and my best friend have watched every single season at least I'm ten sorry. times over. I so love sorry. it. <laughs> How how do how do we feel about the office? It's okay, but it's not a personality trait. I find it very um fake. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the whole point of a mockumentary is to to make it seem like real, but it's not. I don't know. I, I it's it's really good. It's one of my favorite shows. So, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's. As far as TV shows go, it's it's all about the taste of the person and how how interested in in what shows you're interested in. What shows do you guys like to watch? Well, I think my opinion doesn't matter because I'm a worthless weeaboo. No, your opinion matters as much as mine. Well, my opinion doesn't matter, but your opinion <laughs> matters more than mine. I guess just general anime then i don't really anime is pretty great i like anime hmm. what, what about what about you sushi what, what shows do you watch other than friends <laughs> well um i watch that 70s show like tears kind of like older like older um shows from like early 90s like when i was growing up um like I absolutely am in love with Frasier and stuff. I mean, you guys are probably way too young for that, but my brother grew up on it, so I'm kind of, I got into it. No, I, I mean, I like some of the older shows. I don't think I've seen Frasier. I've heard of it, uh, but I, I don't think I've seen Frasier. 
I've I've seen uh that seventies. Um and so I don't know. I, I you know, like I said, I think some some shows are just based off taste. But obviously a lot of the older shows are better than the newer shows. Anytime I'll watch something like from my youth or before I was even born, I'm like, wow, nostalgia. Like I'll get nostalgia. And it's it's just it's great. It's it's a great feeling. Because recently I started rewatching uh Victorious now that it's on Netflix. And it's something that I watched like growing up, kinda. So I rewatched it and I was like, man. And I went into like this this wormhole because like one of the, the producer of the show is like pedophilic. Uh and he it's likes kinda like feet. he does. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Yeah, apparently he also has a foot fetish, which shows because like people have pointed out there's like episodes so of things. like every single show with feet like every single show has some feature about feet in it and apparently he also like is like really pedophilic there was like this video of him and 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 uh, ariana grande like it was like really cringy uh because like you look at it and you're like man this guy is a pedophile like you could tell yeah. because the male cast members on this like behind the scenes video was like trying to get his and the camera's attention away from ariana and like like it, it was like it was really bad because like you could see it in liz gilly's face and you could hear it in her expression that like she was like these people don't like him luckily this guy got fired from from nickelodeon a while back but um all the shows are still going on though uh yeah the, i think he only has like one one show that he's still that one show of his that's still going on but yeah he did get fired yep, there's two. um there is two uh game right shakers and game henry shakers danger. i forgot about that one i forgot about game shakers yeah i think i know that henry danger is supposed to like supposed to be ending i don't know i don't watch it I don't watch any of the newer shows. Me but neither. I don't know. As long as he keeps, you know, female leads out of his shows, you know, we're good because we, we, we've seen what he's done with his female leads. Um <laughs> anyways. Oh man, I <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm I'm really liking doing this this podcast because you know I've I've me and Elaine me and Sushi did another podcast a while back. Um and that's I still occasionally show up for the spinoff series, but like you know, it, it it's good doing something independent. It's good doing ind- uh shows independent. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Spinoff series. There's a spinoff series for um for 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 the thing that we were on. I don't think I can say it for copyright reasons, but um, I mean, yeah, I created the show. I probably could still say the Just Talking podcast, but they they they. They have a they have a spinoff series called um called and it's like a live live podcasting thing that that's done. Uh, that I mean, I feel like us. we could do that, but it would you we, know, could. we could. It'd be really hard though, because have you seen the reliability of people? Plus, we don't have a lot of people, so if like we don't have a lot of people, so if like somebody doesn't show up, but they've also had similar issues because the producer of it has came to me he's been like hey we couldn't produce an episode this week because like people couldn't show up i mean that the, the guy that produced the show he's my he's my dude he's my second hand man at digital lake media but i don't know digital lake media is going to be doing some some cool stuff in 2020 they have their own streaming service launching so that's going to be fun I, I i don't know but speaking of 2020 we are obviously reaching 2020 
um and but we're, we're talking about it on on the show obviously uh so before we start talking about our you know new year's resolutions and everything i want to first uh let modi discuss uh, a news story a story about a favorite tv show um that uh, that's coming back for a two-part series four-part part, uh movie special thing yeah yep you want you want to talk about that yeah all right so the series adventure time is coming back for a brand new series on hbo where they'll be preparing four episodes and honestly i'm excited this show was my childhood it started in what 2011 and in 2018 and the fact that it's following me into the new decade is amazing this is so a pretty good, good show shows. yeah and and i believe it's coming out to the hbo's streaming service right yes it is hbo max so i don't know i feel like it's gonna be really great and 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 I, from what they've described, it, it seems like it's going to be great. The creators of Adventure Time has been doing have been doing some great things over at Channel Frederator, uh, working on their new uh, his, his new spinoff. I suppose it's a spinoff. I don't know. It looked it looked pretty promising. Uh, I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Adventure Time. It was an okay show for me. But I know there's a huge fan base for it, and I know that lots of people love it. Um, Yep. It, it it it's okay in my opinion. Like I said with TV shows, they they're okay. Um it's it's going to be interesting to to see how how they do that cuz a lot of like revivals that are coming out are um, Yeah, a lot of very, revivals. A lot of revivals are coming out, but a lot of them have like it's been like oh, 5 or 10 years, but for Adventure Time it's been a year. And for them they're just, you know, making a little movie, so you know, and it's not going to be as assassinating of the original show like a lot of spinoffs are. So many shows are getting revivals just from Cartoon Network in general. Steven Universe Future, Darwin's Yearbook, This Now. Uh, just See, so many shows are about getting... those. The thing about those, um, I don't know if you should, if you could call them like revivals or if you would call them spinoffs like what makes the difference between a revival and a spinoff i think a revival might be more of they just sort of bring it back and a spinoff is more like oh this happened but what would happen in this different timeline like uh let's say instead of following finn the entire show followed the ice king that's more of a spinoff yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, in my opinion, I would think that it would just be, you know, like, so I think the difference is obviously, obviously for a spinoff, a lot of times it would be like more recent shows that get spin, spun off. I mean, and, and typically yeah. like right at the end of shows. So like if the show, oh, the show's ending. Well, well, this happened, and boom! So there's this new show idea. I feel I feel like that's the case um, with with spinoffs, but I also feel like with with um, other with other stuff with with revivals, they're more of like a oh well, we're bringing this back from a while, a long time ago, and 
and and and if you look at some shows like um, Fuller House uh, being re- uh, revived, I I from from Full House, I I think that a lot of shows are like kind of changing the way they originally were and like more adulting their content and modernizing it and and i i feel like they were kind of self-aware with the modernization because in a few episodes they Mm -hmm. had like phones and they like made like a little jab about how you know back in the the days of the original full house they would have had the phones and blah 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 blah. so and and what i like about fuller house though is that they still bring up like um they bring up like the um original episodes like from full house and they put them in there it's kind of like an easter egg a little bit and i absolutely love it like the very first episode of fuller house they're like all... the first yes it was it was very much similar just with just they're grown up and i absolutely loved it i mean i i've watched fuller house probably six seven times until the new season came out like recently so i'm like yeah. let's start it all over again I liked I liked the new season, and I know that only half of it's out right now. But I liked the new season because it had a um, it had more of a uh, they they brought back some of the old stuff. Like they had they mentioned um, they mentioned Michelle and her amnesia from the last episode of Full House. So like they're bringing back some of the old stuff. Like they brought out some of the props. So with shows like that, like sometimes they miss the whole idea of it being a revival sometimes and they kind of like change the whole format of the show, which sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not a good thing. I, with the case of like Fuller House, it was a good thing. And if you look at other shows like Roseanne, for example, um, slash The Connors, because I think it's now called The Connors because Roseanne Barr and the controversy surrounding that. I, I think that sometimes whenever you have shows that are that are revived and they follow the same format, for some shows that works. For some shows it doesn't, just like whenever you change the format. Um, and I, I think with them not changing the format, actually, the show was pretty, the show was pretty good. In my opinion, I think the show was pretty good with them not changing the format. And, uh, with i the the numbers kind of came in with fuller house the numbers were not as great and a lot of people cite it to like it not feeling like full house and i i kind of i pick up on that vibe and i i sense that and i i understand with with what they're saying uh with that and i and like i said like if you want to compare it to like a show like roseanne it's it's the show is very was very similar slash the Connors. The show is very similar to how it was back in the day. So like it it it, it feels the same. So people are more likely to like it better. Like if they revived some old show that I really liked and they didn't and they didn't do anything interesting or if they did something new with it, I'm sure I wouldn't like it. Um, and, um, I know, feel like know. they should bring back the kids next door and like um, Johnny Cass. Yes, like things like that. Um, Scooby Doo, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. They've, they've, they've tried that with Scooby Doo, but Mister mm, uh, Incorporated was the bomb diggity. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, they were making so, a new movie. Yeah, I saw that. I'm actually excited. 
Except for Fred. But yeah. It's messed up. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I also saw that. But I mean, I don't know. Sometimes so, you just reminded me of an SNL skit that just makes me laugh. You reminded me of um, Harry Styles was on SNL and he did like this adult Scooby-Doo thing. It was hilarious. Anyways, um, the... Uh, uh, what was I? Oh yeah. So I mean, I feel like spinoffs and revivals sometimes are good, and I feel like with Adventure Time, they're going to they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do something special with it, uh, especially with it being on HBO Max. Like I can tell you from experience, whenever you are, whenever you have a company and they're like making a streaming service, they're gonna do everything to get eyes on their product. Like I know that from example because I'm my Digital League Media, which I work for, I own we are making a streaming service which anyways so um i had to had to plug that there um you could say this <laughs> is a plug format anyways so like i was saying the uh whenever you launch a streaming service i know from experience it's very like you're always trying to find an idea like oh what can we do here what can we do here because i know like the last few days we've been scrambling we've been like all right well what other shows past these that we've already you know came came up with what else could we possibly make what else could we possibly do and you know we've we literally had a deal break two days for you guys listening two days ago we we're like boom this show's coming out in like a week and it's like whoa and and you realize how easy production is whenever you start doing this because you're like all right well we will we, we're gonna start production on saturday oh well it has to come out by tuesday um well okay and you realize how easy it is because one of the shows for example is a is like a um it's just like this except video and two regular cast members and occasional guests so and it's called the zeke show with zeke Dillagaff and his friends anyways so we we have we it's really interesting because production is like it's really easy and it's really fascinating how easy it is to make stuff nowadays uh, cause we can just like hop in a voice call and make a podcast like this. So I don't know. It's, it's really interesting how easy production is whenever you, whenever you start making a streaming service, you realize how easy it is to, to do things. And, and you realize that you scramble for time. Like, so Sushi, you have a, uh, you have a, you have an article. Well, um, originally I did, let's oh. be honest, um, <laughs> but, you know, we've been in such, um, a frantic, um, like, like, we've been in such a frantic state that, like, I kind of forgot to do any research on anything, but, um, <laughs> I mean, uh, but you know, it, I feel like since we're on the topic of kind of like New Year's resolutions and stuff, um, uh, let's see here. I feel like you know we should kind of like talk about what everyone has for that, like what their um resolution would be, and like what you know they plan on doing. So, uh, 
Right, and I think we'll get to that. I think we'll get to that here in a few moments. Um, but I would. I, I first want to talk about because going on resolutions, and I, I kind of read this article from Forbes, um, and we we it's it's about things that leaders that leaders need to do in 2020, and which is really great because I lead a lot of things. Like I'm I'm a leader on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, I I do a lot of things. Uh, so the first one is taking control of devices that are stealing your time, preferably your smartphone. Now, I kind of agree with this one, but I also don't because it can also be a tool, which like I'm using now because I have a timer going on. Um, like social media and and uh, non-work emails. That, that sounds unfun. Um, <laughs> so it's, it, 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 I don't know. Uh, and the number two that they have on here, making trust your priority. I try to do that a lot, um, but I, I really, <laughs> I, I really don't, um, don't. I really should, but I don't. Um, saying no more often. I, I think that I need to say yes more often because I feel like I'm one of those no men because I try to be one of those like non-corporate people where I'm always just like, no, we can't do this because it's stupid. I'm going to be smart with this. Um, (laughs) Using power responsibly. I feel like I don't do this, but I I try. Um, Like I said, I say no a lot and that's not good. Um, So I feel like one of my resolutions is definitely going to be saying yes more. Um, Neurodiversity is basically like kind of like looking and kind of putting yourself in other people's shoes uh, and saying like, oh, well, are they stressed? Are they are they having problems? Let me kind of, you know, sympathize with them. Uh, Visualizing your goal. um, So basically, you know, knowing what you want and working for what you get uh, for for what you want. Um, uh, And just making 2020 great uh committing to memory so basically you know not focus not using other people or other tools like <clears throat> google uh to um to to do your job uh because i feel like a lot of people do this uh yeah so and also there's stuff about uh Improving employee experience, which I try to do with my with 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 things that I do. Um, that whenever I have collaborators on, I try to improve their experience. So, uh, like you said, we can we can kind of get to resolutions right here. We can talk about uh, some of our personal resolutions. I'm gonna let Modi start. Oh me, I that's fair. So my resolutions are very few. And very simple. I want to put myself out there on stage more this year. That's why I've gone for a lead in the local musical. I've also started to... uh, I'm going to try and be more in my studies because I'm failing like two classes. (laughs) When I only have four. So there's that. And... My biggest resolution is not to cut off my thumb. Because I'm in culinary school, and already five people have cut off parts of their thumb. And that's... I had that issue when I was in school, too. I mean, it's a very, very common issue. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I like my thumbs. 
I would like to keep that, and I just want to be more vocal and speak more often, because I forget what I sound like sometimes. And that's not good. Like, at all. What about you, Sushi? What are, what are some of the resolutions that you're planning on putting in place? Well, my resolutions are kind of boring a little bit. I mean, they're more, you know, the typical, I want to work out more or this, that, and the other. And, um, like, I kind of have goals for myself and for, you know, my family. Um, I, you know, I plan on getting married again eventually and, you know, having a family of my own. Hopefully being cautious this time. Oh, goodness, yes. Way more cautious this time. Oh, no. It's a very long story. Um, But it's... um, But it's like my more along the lines of, you know, kind of like my New Year's resolutions are more self-centered per se. I, I mean, I wouldn't say self-centered, but more like focused. Yeah, self-improvement more, more or less, um, you know, and I plan on, you know, hopefully by uh, two days from now, you know, hopefully being a completely different person but you never know um new year new me type things and i've told myself every year that you know i wanted to kind of improve myself a little bit more and a little bit more and it just never really worked out in my favor especially last year um with being married and stuff it just my new year's resolutions then are different from what i want now yeah, I, I feel like my New Year's resolutions are also very self-improvement because I, I've been thinking and I've just I, – I, I know that I need to – like I said, like I fixed my sleep schedule last night, for example. Uh, I'm already starting on some of my resolutions. Like you said, working out definitely is a big one. Um, probably being more like, like – I feel like working more. out, though, is like everybody's like – big major resolution they're like oh i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna work out and i'm like okay let me know how that works out for you because i'll be in the gym and if you want to come with me that's on you no i i feel like i'm trying to be more caring too like i'm trying to care about myself more like my appearance off camera because i know i care a little bit too much about my appearance on camera um but, uh, see, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do more with my YouTube channel. That's going to be a little thing that I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to um, probably, like, set myself to a more scheduled, a structured schedule to where I'm generally doing normal things where I'm normally doing things at a normal day and a normal time instead of just like, oh, when am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? Because, like, I've t- I have a lot of projects that I've taken in, um, most of them under Digital Lake Media, uh, but some of them under, uh, in, in, like, my own independent creations. Like, I'm starting a book that I started last night, and, you know, I'm really – I'm trying hard to, you know, do some, do some of these independent things, and I, I really need to put myself – more in the mind of, all right, when am I going to do this? And I need to stop procrastinating because for example, for example, I have schoolwork that I've had to do that. I've had to do all break long that I have not thought about for three different classes. So I've like 
<laughs> I've had it in the back of my mind, and I've been like making excuses and procrastinating so bad with them. And I do that with workload and with 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 uh, handling of my projects and stuff that I do. Uh, so I I've been really I I'm my my one of my goals is to schedule myself, put myself on a more structured schedule. Um, another thing is to relax more, which is really hard. It's because I also have the the goal of working more. And what I mean by that is it kind of goes in with the structured schedule where I want to probably structure myself more and be like, all right, so I have this time to relax instead of this time stressing about getting work done that I'm just procrastinating about. And, you know, I, I think if, if I do that more, I will be more relaxed during my relaxed times. I'll be more focused during work times. And, and Overall, I think that if I do that with my resolutions, then I will probably I, I, I will probably succeed more with my projects and I will probably I, I will probably do better for myself. Because um, like I said, one of the other things is obviously working out, um, being caring more about my appearance a little bit, um, not not caring to the, what other people think about me um uh and i i've started doing that a little bit with um my music that i put out which also wink wink i have music coming out in, in, in less than an hour um uh xander simpson look me up on like all the places where you listen to music it's great um anyways so i i before whenever i made music i would actually um man i'm talking so much about myself i sound really egotistical um that's everybody though (laughs) i know but i like people like say that i'm overly egotistical and i try not to be but right now i'm literally just talking about myself and the things that no but like like, i do that a lot too i mean i feel like everybody does that on like you know we we tend to talk about ourselves highly because you know that's just you know how we see ourselves and i mean it's there's nothing wrong with like being very egotistical i mean you know, I am my and... I am I am my number one priority. I'm pretty sure that's like just 100%. don't be I, don't be too cocky. Like if there's a difference between being egotistical and cocky, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I I feel like they go hand in hand though, because nine times out of ten, a lot of egotistical people are cocky. And I, I that's another thing is uh, that I'm trying to do with my improvement is I'm trying not to you know be as egotistical. But I mean, if you look at all the things that I that I do in my free time, all of the projects that I've taken up, not a lot of them are about me. Um, but the one thing that I do is my YouTube channel, which and and my music, which is pretty much just all about me, like one hundred percent. But yeah, so I, I feel like I have, I, I I feel like being egotistical and cocky go hand in hand together. Um, so I, I don't know, it's, it's with, with those two things, you know, it kind of is a situation of, well, I have to be egotistical because it's about me, you know, but yeah, so that's, that's, we are, our, our, both of our resolutions are kind of very similar because it's about self-improvement, like all of it. I feel like there's certain resolutions that, you know, everybody has, and there's, there's so many, like, 
generic resolutions like oh i'm gonna drink more water i'm gonna work out i'm gonna you know do less of this less of that and i mean there's always people that you know every single year i know my mom and my family have the same resolutions every year they're like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna eat out less and stuff and does it ever work no because they say it every year we're gonna eat out less they still go out to eat and i say the same thing every year too i'm gonna drink more and more water or i'm gonna work out more and it just certain things get in the way and you just you never you know you never you can't plan for unexpected events you know if you have exactly. a resolution i feel like you know you you know you're trying to get towards it but it usually doesn't happen that way you know drive and determination is also a really hard thing like it's really hard to to be determined to do something it's really hard to drive yourself to do something and you know i think at some point i kind of I, that's something I lack on that I've tried to put myself to, to, to do is, is drive and determination is, is whenever I'm like planning on doing something, I don't do it to the best of my abilities. And I really don't try, like I could have made this cup of coffee, for example, like at four o'clock or a little bit before four o'clock before I started, you know, falling asleep and dozing off because I determined and, and I need that drive to, fix my sleep schedule you know if if you're not determined and drive to do something it makes it a lot harder and then like you said unexpected things happen you know like oh i'm getting really tired and it's really quiet my brain is like not working i I, that's just an example but like you said a lot of things get in the way one of the things is drive and determination which is really hard to manage uh I, it's hard to be determined to do anything. Like I said, I'm like one of the world's biggest procrastinators. So it's, it's hard to be determined to do anything. I personally feel like I tend to actually live up to my uh, resolutions because every single year since I've been in middle school, I've been trying to be more louder, able to speak in class, order food by myself because I was always a really quiet kid for some reason. And yeah, I have and, been. Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like I, at some point, I kind of made a little bit of resolutions here and there. I mean, I'm a very, I'm a relatively young person. So, like, it, it, it was really hard for me to make resolutions whenever I was younger because, like, you don't think, well, you what do you think about those things. Want? But what are you going to do? Like, you're already, like, at Your five years old, you're already, like, 70 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's exactly. not. There's and your not resolutions are going to change every year. I mean, you're not going to have the same resolutions as you did last year or the year before. I mean, you probably are, but when you're a kid and now, it just it varies. I mean, when I was yeah, when I was in high school and stuff, my resolutions were always like, you know, get better grades. You know, get do better in school. You know, not skip class as much or this, that, and the other. Yeah. But now I'm just like, you know, my resolutions vary for what I want and stuff. Wait, so so you did a lot of class skipping. No, that isn't true. I skipped <laughs> class maybe once or twice. Um, yeah. thank you. Uh-huh. Once or twice <laughs> once or twice a week or once or twice once or a twice. year. What once or twice a month. Okay, that's fair. That's that's fair. That's I mean, I, I I never I I tried not to skip class. I mean, there were certain classes that I would absolutely hate. I'm just like you know, speech and debate. I'm just like, um, no, we're gonna skip this class. We're gonna go into you know just the bathroom for half an hour to an hour and just 
you know, fuck off on our phone and, you know, talk, talk to people on our phone, play on Snapchat. And I mean, that's why I never really did well in school. And when college came around, I was like, I got to change that because I always did my work the last minute because I never I never really planned things. Yeah, I'm also a super procrastinator. I, I, I also Same. plan things out a lot, but I don't follow my plan. So that goes back to the driving determination thing. Like, I think I at some point I had this spreadsheet that had like hour by hour what I planned on doing. And like you said, things come up. So it's really hard to do that. But also at the same time, driving determination is hard. Like, I'd rather lay on my bed and watch YouTube than like do do this podcast and like that's not okay. saying anything not that this isn't fun this is fun and i like doing this it's the the it's it's not about the act of doing something and doing it to its fullest it's the act of getting there it's the act of motivating yourself all right let's do this fun thing and let's let's do this fun thing that's like work but it's also not work you know like let's let's do this fun thing and i i feel like sometimes i i lack whenever it comes to that um and I, I yeah, I, I lack in drive and determination. Uh, I feel and, like, you know, certain you things know. like I feel like, you know, when you're when you're determined to do something and like it's like every every time I got home from school, I'd always be like, do I want to just sit down in my room, play on my phone and watch TV or do I want to actually do my homework? You know, like it, it, you got you got to weigh the pros and cons of what you're doing. I have like such a bad problem with procrastination because the thing is when I procrastinate it gives me stress but the thing is I love being on time and for me being on time is being early so the fact that I procrastinate just gets me more stress I used to procrastinate all the time. Like I, I still kind of procrastinate now, though. But I'm, I'm 21, you know, and I procrastinate whether I want to even get up out of bed and do, you know, adult things, or if I just want to lay in bed, Same. you know, and just cuddle with my boyfriend or with my dogs and stuff and watch TV. Like it's just there, there's things that matter more in life and then i'm just like you know i'd rather be doing this than this i'm like i hate adult life like you know it's just, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen once you once you get out of high school everything just goes downhill yeah and and i i i also like you know i'm i've kind of as I've gotten older, I've kind of prepared myself for adult life the best I possibly could by just overstressing myself. No, I, I like to fill my <laughs> schedule with things because if I'm not busy, then I'm like, if I'm not stressing over something, then then I start to like over relax and 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 then I then I start to as I start to over relax, I start to overeat and then I get fat and then it's just it's not a good situation. <laughs> um, but no, I. I feel like I, I'm I procrastinate a lot, um, and 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 it's not even like I said it's the driving determination because it's not even it's not it's not even me doing things it's me getting there like whenever I get ready to do my show that I do live on Sundays um, luckily the day that we're recording this I don't have a show so I'm good to go um, but my show that I do on Sundays okay. at two p.m. 
my live shows that I do at 2 p.m. on Sunday, I, a lot of times I'm, like, really not prepared because I, like, procrastinate to the last minute. I'm like, oh, shoot, I was supposed to record this little pre-recorded video that's going to play to give me some time to change and to, to change and refresh myself before this next set. Oh, I got to rush, got to rush. And, you know, I, I do a lot of things last minute, which really sucks because I like doing the things that I do. Um, and, and, and that's why I'm putting myself on a more structured schedule is because I know that if, if I have a structured schedule, I'm probably going to, I'm going to try my best to follow it. Um, and if I have a structured schedule, then I, I will know when I need to do things. Um, which hopefully helps me out some because if I know when to do things, then I'll be then I'll be good. I'll be good to go if I know when to do things and 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 if I and if I get the driving determination to do it, then I'll definitely not procrastinate thing and put things off because I'm gonna have relaxation time and I'm gonna try to not overindulge a little bit because like I said, once I start to overindulge, then I get fat. Um, yeah, so. I do. Feel I mean, like, I know I procrastinated yeah. all week. I, I mean, yesterday I procrastinated. I procrastinated today, and uh, I've just, I'm a huge procrastinator, um, and I always have been, and probably always will be. I don't know if that's gonna change or not. But even if I try yeah. and make like myself do something and get motivated and stuff, mm -hmm. like it just you gotta find the right motivation and you know the drive and stuff to find it and um that's that's just not happening with me yeah i i, I feel fair. that too i feel that too because like i i for example with school stuff i'm gonna use school stuff because i keep using my projects um so i'm gonna use school stuff for an example so basically any time that I'll have an assignment due, I will very much put it off to the last minute, uh, which is not good whenever you're in pretty much your core. Most of your core classes are honors and AP classes. So at this point, um, what I am doing at this point is and I, I'm not like a dumb person. I think I'm pretty smart. But and I, one of my teachers told me this at some point. They were like, you could have you could have done better in my class. I'm like, yeah, but I don't really have the the the. I, I procrastinated so much and not only did I procrastinate I also <laughs> I also kind of did minimal work because I'm a minimalistic person like the 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 less work I can do and get it done I, I'm lazy at what I do I I like what I do and I get what I do done but I'm a lazy person so I go the easiest route of doing things yeah. I think there was a but everybody's was like, lazy oh. in, in like one way or another. I mean, I know that, you know, people who like different people who have like laziness, like laziness varies from person to person, whether, you know, it's um, like wanting to get out of bed or wanting to get up and go do something like walk the dog or, you know, go go be productive with the day. I mean, I personally I'm very, I'm a very, very lazy person. All day during the day, I'll just like sit in bed and watch TV and stuff. And then like at night, I'll just, you know, kind of. No, I, I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that like, as far as it goes, as, as far as like doing work, I'm lazy. Like whenever I have to do something, I will do as little as possible. I, 
I will try to get the best result that I can by doing as little as possible. So I know that I can't. But that you know, doesn't always work, here. though. I mean, doing as little as possible. I mean, you you're supposed to, you know, get as much done in as little time instead of getting little instead of getting um a lot done in a little amount of time or vice versa. You know, right. um, it, it and, goes to that quality. It goes to that quality over quantity thing. But I'm more of a quantity over quality guy because numbers don't lie. Um, I, I one one of the things, for example, that I really like gets to me is any any time that I go to like it's not that I go to do something and I just like lazily do it. No, I, I like I try to get the best result that I can, but I don't I don't get the best result that I can. Um, and 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 I I. I do as little work as I need to get a mediocre result. So no, I'm uh, like I'm very OCD about things and stuff. So like whenever, like if my room or the house is dirty and stuff, and I get into like these OCD moments and stuff, I, I don't even care how lazy I'll be. I'll, I'll spend hours upon hours make like deep cleaning and stuff, and it, it's just, it's it's those days that you know. It varies from day to day, person to person, you know, and some people are more motivated. It goes back to that motivation thing, you know, you got to be motivated yeah. to actually do something. And my OCD kind of motivates me to do a lot of things. Right. And, and a lot of people like me, for example, we don't have any, like there's nothing there to motivate us. Like anytime I do something, I there's very little motivation, which is really weird because of all the things that I do. But like I said, I'm a procrastinator and I'm very minimalistic. So I try to do as little as possible, um, which isn't good. And I, and I know that it isn't good. And that's one of my New Year's resolutions tying us back to the main topic is, is that is that I'm going to I'm trying to do more. I'm, I'm trying to be less minimalistic, <laughs> less minimalistic. That's funny. Um, I'm trying to be less minimalistic um, because, you know, whenever you're just casually doing things, I don't know, you, you don't get the best results. I, I think my my for the first quarter of my of my AP class that I have, I think I got a it was a 48. If that tells you how much I actually Bruh. did well in that class. I got a 48 in an AP class. A 48%? Uh, percent? Kidding. You're kidding. Yes. yes. As oh, my. I mean, I have no room to Which, talk because I have a 50 in two classes. But still. Yeah. And, and the fact that it's AP doesn't... Like, some people are like, oh, yeah, well, it's weighted higher. I'm like, an F is still an F, my friends. Like... It doesn't matter how much you like it may be an ap class but oh buddy oh boy that would still be a really low grade for grade for a regular class i mean like, it also it also varies like if you like it, it, if you like the teacher and the teacher's making it fun and wanting to you know you want to learn you'll get a better grade i mean when i was in high school and stuff uh certain teachers bored me half to death and i'm just like i don't even care about this class like this class doesn't matter the only ones that I cared about at that point were the ones that I needed for graduation. And I still barely passed my, my core classes for graduation. And it goes back to, you know, the teachers were boring. I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to be there. I was like, can we just, you know, can this day already be over? Can I just go home? Kind of like, I want to go to sleep. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel you with that. I feel you with that. I, one of the things that I, one of the, one of the things that, that I, that like, I feel that way too. One of the things that I don't like about that class, because I can pick apart the things about my classes that I don't like. And I, I, the teacher's great. The teacher is a great personality. The teacher is a great person. I do not like their teaching style. Apparently during their non-AP classes, they don't teach this way, but basically our, our, and I suppose that the whole idea is to make it like a college class. I get it because in college, it would be very similar. They, she gives us, we have a textbook, obviously. Um, luckily the school paid for them. Uh, but we have a little textbook, a workbook. We were able to write notes and it. We're able to like do everything with this textbook. And we get study guides. These study guides are turned in on days of tests. Um, and they count as much as tests. Every grade in the class counts the same. It really sucks. We do projects in the class, um, but that's the only time that we really do projects is in class. It's kind of like flipped versus your traditional classroom, where it's where we do more. Um, we do more. We do more of the learning outside of school, which really sucks. I'm like, not even going to lie. Learning outside of the classroom really sucks because you don't know. Like, I don't want to, like, it, it makes it easier whenever you have a teacher that's explaining things and they start to like explain it into like easy language. They start to explain it. Like I can't teach myself because I don't know, like there's this whole unit and I'm like, great, this whole unit, what is important from this? I don't know. And I feel like with, like, actual people teaching you about it, it gives you a better perspective on, like, oh, this is important, this is important, here's an easy way to remember this, here's an easy way to remember that. And, you know, I, 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 would, I would love I would, well, I would I mean, love there, that. Well, I mean, there were things, like, when... When I was uh, when I was younger and stuff, we they always made it to where it would be easy to remember. They'd make quirky, um, like they'd make up quirky songs. They'd make up quirky catchphrases, sayings, things like that. And I was always self-taught. Like, you know, I I always I was always that kind of person that would read three chapters ahead and um learn about it myself and then try and teach myself before the teacher even taught it you know that's just how i use that's how i was you know raised and stuff yeah i i mean i do that too but to a certain extent like i don't think i've i think i've done like one study guide in this teacher's class because like i said they're worth the same amount of points as a test i don't do them because i don't understand any of the material i like cannot get motivated enough to I know teach how you myself feel. Like sometimes well, I, I remember. Like... Sorry, I remember. Um, I remember my best friend and I. We had uh, German together, and you know, I would I would listen to the teacher, and I would you know, kind of study it and stuff. And whenever we had a test and things, it, it would always be a verbal test or and a written test. And my best friend spent days upon days upon days studying. I spent five minutes studying, and I got an A in that class. And she's like, how do you do it? I'm just like, it's easy. Like, a foreign language is easy. You just got to, you just got to, you know, kind listen. of. Yeah, you I just got to listen. You got to, you got to, you got to, you know, find that, that, uh, I don't know, um, gosh. That, 
I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but you know, you how, gotta find that how, thing. Like, how do we learn how to speak in the first place? By listening. We listen. We learned all of us. I think all of us here in this chat right now are native native English speakers. So, whenever I when whenever we learned English. We learned it from hearing it around the people around us. That's how we learned English. We learned it by picking up clues, by context, by everything like that. And so language for me is an easy concept to grasp because I think of it like that. It's like, okay, well, let me listen to what this person is saying. And the more exercises that you do, the more that you do with words, the more that you do with language, you, you pick up on it easier. And, like, I don't think I've spent one single, I don't think I've studied for one class ever in my life. And up until this year, I've had, like, A's and B's primarily. So, you know, except with, like, biology. Biology last year, I got, like, a C in it. But um, well, it was, like, a really high C. Uh, my, my school goes on a 10-point grading scale, so it's really easy to get an A and a B. But anyways, so... I, I had an A I had an A I had an A and a, A's and B's all the way up until this year and I don't think I spent one day studying I don't think I spent two minutes studying mm -hmm. but I kind of did because you know whenever you're learning things it's it's just like teaching yourself you know studying is and I suppose for some people it's easy to study some people studying helps just like some people teaching themselves is better than like Lena said or like Sushi said mm. um uh if you uh if you teach yourself um if if you if you teach yourself for her for her if she teaches herself then Sushi will will retain the knowledge and it makes it easier right Right, and I mean, it, 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 it all boils down to motivation. I mean, every single thing in life, I feel like, boils down to two simple things, motivation and the drive and will to want to do something. And, I mean, I, I never had that. I mean, when I first started uh, school and stuff, I always had it. But once I got, out, once I got into college and after college and stuff, Finding the thing that you really, really want to do with your life and, you know, what you want to major in and stuff, it just, it bored the crap out of me. So I, I got lazier and lazier and I didn't have that motivation or that drive to want to learn or to want to do anything. So, well, when it comes to learning by myself recently, because I go to a culinary school, I actually spend half the day there and another half at school. But the thing is, my culinary school does not do half days. So we're there the full time, even if my actual school has a half day. And recently, we had a whole week of just half days. So I missed all my classes, basically. And one of my teachers, my math teacher, she decided to teach us a bunch of stuff. She went over a project and went over these really... I'm not, I've never been good with polynomials, so when she went over dividing, multiplying polynomials, it was pretty difficult for me to understand any of it, especially since she doesn't really give out strong notes. So I had to teach myself this, and my friend had to teach it to me, 
And she got upset with me because I didn't understand it. And I didn't go after class, but that's because I was busy with other things that I that were out of my control. So... I always needed tutoring. I mean, um, when I, I don't like when I didn't understand something, you know, I my parents would get involved, and you know, my if my grades fell below a B, they'd be like, "No, you need to go to tutoring." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, why don't I just, you know, kind of go over what I've already learned and see if I can figure out what I need to do?" Math was never a strong subject at all, and and I think we're topping. I think we're topping an hour here, so I'm just going to tell everybody that I hope they have a happy 2020. What what were you about to say? You know, I always got like like a C or like a about a C average in every single like algebra one, pre-algebra, algebra two, and then my junior year in high school, they wanted to put me in algebra three. I'm like, look here now, I can barely pass algebra one and two. You think I'm gonna pass algebra three? Like, uh, uh-uh. no, thank you. But it's like certain subjects, you know, you gotta wanna, you gotta wanna like it. You wanna, you know, find a, find a place that you know, would I actually can't stand be that best. Teacher. She explained a project without me there, and she just gave me a short summary and went, "Here, have a meal voucher. That doesn't work. Fetch." And I was not having that. <laughs> it was not a fun experience to learn a whole subject by myself when everybody I know and talk to in that class just can't explain anything for anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I get that. And, and sometimes sometimes teaching yourself is awful. So with that one, cl- that like this is just one class where I do this. Like the rest of my classes are fine. I don't have to like teach myself at all for the rest of the classes. Like I said, I've never studied a day in my life. I, I've always... Studying is basically, it's just like reviewing something, except studying is useless. by yourself. By yourself, right. And for some people that helps, some people that doesn't. Because I know, for example, if I look at things, if I try to explain something to myself, it's not going to work out. That's why my AP world history class is horrible. And see, so it's kind of like back to back with my... Uh, english class so we alternate every day we alternate between the two classes so one day we'll have this class one day we'll have the other class and you know we'll switch back and oh, forth. Um, it's an ab schedule just for that class just for that class uh oh, those two classes dumb. no offense yeah that's i know dumb. i know it is it just means that we just have those two classes all year long so i have to worry about those worry classes about all year long i mean so, we always had like an advisory and shit that would be like it'd be about an hour long to where you could catch up on your studying or go and get a, like get tutoring for the class and stuff man. and it was always so messed up the schedules it was like when i first started freshman year it we'd have it was eight periods and it was one through eight and then junior year hit and it was like they wanted to do oh we're gonna have one three five on this day and then two six eight on this day and i'm like what yeah why can't we do why can't we just you know go through the you know the one through eight just like normal i mean why switch it up now i think a b schedules are a lot better when it comes certain ways like with my problem with vocational school it's better to have two classes a day than miss four in one day you know like yeah. miss two days if i miss two classes 
then that's fine. I can just go the next A day and it'll be fine because I can just talk to my teacher. But if I miss four classes, that's a lot more work I have to make up. Yeah. And the, the, the unfortunate side of things with so, – so, see, I've actually talked to teachers about this because allegedly my school is supposed to um, be going on an A day, B day schedule next year, like for it's all great. of our classes. Your classes are um, just really and, long. Yeah. Uh, our classes – well, we have four classes a year, ob- obviously, and the way that we do it is it's an hour and 30 minutes for each class mm-hmm. except our third block because our third block has lunch, so we have – that's split depending on which like, class you have it's split into lunches yeah so abc so we have um it's 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 a day b day classes i i suppose it would mean like oh yeah i have an extra day to work on this thing but then again that makes it easier for me to procrastinate so i i've talked to teachers about this and apparently the reason why like a day b day classes are favored is because the the like I said earlier about how data didn't lie. Yep, this coming back because apparently data does not lie, and apparently the numbers are better with eight A B day classes, which sucks because yeah, I'd rather just have that. I'd rather just have four classes a semester and you know move on with just doing that, right? But no, they want to do eight classes a semester and just have them alternate every day. I'm sorry, but if I hate a class, I don't want to have it all year long. I understand that I only have to do it every other day, but I'd rather just have it all straight in a row. Um. <laughs> nah, A day B day schedules are better personally because let's just say you have a class that you hate one day, but then but then like right after that class you have a good class, and then that'll just repeat because every single year I've had one class that I absolutely fucking hate and. <laughs> I'll just have the class that I really like right after, or I'll have an extracurricular that I really like after. Like, I'll be in my least favorite history class, even though I love history class. And then I'll just go to photography and I'll just heck off for an hour. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. But, like, and it gives you more of a schedule. I know. I, I, from, I mean, from my experiences, I don't like A day B day classes. I'm sure it would be a lot different if I had every single class as A day B day instead of just my second block. But, I mean, I see. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I do feel that feel that thing about having a class one day that I like versus the other. I don't really like one class versus the other, because like I said, my AP World History class is pretty much me just having to self-teach, which I'm horrible at, and also having to do a lot of work outside of school, which a day day class helps with that, because you have extra time to do it. Especially but over the weekends. That, I hate that the most, whenever like one of the, I hate whenever like the A day class is like a, or the 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 A day class is like a whole weekend to do something, and we have like two days, two days, yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, this is great when it comes to A day B days. Yeah, because and but Thursday classes the cool, get the best. Yeah, the cool thing is though, uh, I mean, the cool thing is though, eventually it kind of makes up because like eventually the, the day, there's. Good eventually it switches like every week it switches like you have this day on thursday of this week 
but on the next week you have a different class on Thursday because mm -hmm. of the way numbers work. Because five days, if you go to school five days a week, which most schools do, then you you the numbers aren't even. So it it kind of it, it eventually it kind of makes itself out. But then again, I don't know. I with with my two eight A B day classes, my problem with them are that for obviously my AP class, I have to teach myself. And, you know, I have to do these study guides. And, you know, I don't want to do this. My English class, he's not, this is his only English class other than the other day class. But, so he only teaches us English. And I, he's not, he was a fantastic history teacher. So I had him for history the previous year, which mm. it was civics honors, which cuts into AP world history. If you are a sophomore, then you'll get AP world history your sophomore year. And if you, if you take civics honors your freshman year. So I took civics honors with him. Fantastic teacher. I loved him. I I don't know now because like I, I really I really don't like the way he teaches because he teaches like it's a history class. We pretty much learn history in his class, which I mean through literature because all we do in that class is read books. We occasionally do like a vocabulary thing here and there, but we don't work any like the traditional English skills that are on the exam, which really sucks. Cause like, we'll have days where he's like, oh yeah, well we need to work on this. So we're just going to do a big, like quick lesson on this skill. And then we're going to do the, we're going to do the, the, the quiz or the, the test on it. And then boom, which I really hate because I, you know, I'm used to English classes where, like, it's something that we kind of, like, stretch over. And vocab is something that we stretch over. So, and I mean, a lot of that class with the vocab is studying. But a lot of the class is just reading, which really, really, really sucks. Because um, if you have a class where you just constantly read, like, I hate that so much. Um, I mean, and the, the guy's great teacher. He's he's a relatively old guy, but he tries to you know keep himself keep himself refreshed and and and, and mm. Gen Z stuff. Um, and 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 generally he does a What's good job. And, and, uh, what he what he does is he he finds a way to relate it to like life, and which is great sometimes. And uh, he. He does a great job with that. He just he teaches it like it's a history class, which really sucks because you can't teach one subject like it's another. That's like teaching English like it's math or teaching history like it's math. Like you can't just, mm. you know what I mean? I mean, I prefer classes, English classes where we read a lot because writing is not my strong suit in any shape or form. But I understand we, how we you do. feel. We do occasional writing, but what I mean is like, like not like I'm not even talking about writing. Like I'm talking about like to the point where we do. I'm talking about the point where we're like, you know, like the the English skills, like oh context clues or like um, uh, I can't think of something. Hold on, uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of something from my head. Inferences, like stuff like that. So like noticing writing stuff. <laughs> I mean, reading comprehension. Like, we don't really do a lot of reading comprehension. But, like, thing... writing, writing isn't that bad. Because, I mean, writing, and, and I feel like with reading, we are using those clues. But also, 
the we we are using those skills like inferences and every and, and context clues whenever we're reading the books. But the thing is, whenever we get to the exam and like we have to read something, it's like what can you? It like uses expressive language. It's like what can you infer from this? Or using con using these words as context clues, blah blah blah. And I'm not saying that th those are those are easy things. I'm just saying as an example, those elements of reading. You know, we don't really work on them, uh, and and you know it's mm. it's tough because you're like, well, we have to know this for the exam. But we're not learning this for the exam. We're just learning how to read. We are learning reading. Like that's all we're doing is just reading books. And we have an exam at the end of the year. For us, it's at the end of the year because it's a year-long class, uh, A day, B day. So, <clears throat> so I mean, it's it's really difficult. It, it's 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 difficult to to do that. Um, I feel like I'm I'm ahead, I, or I'm at a good point with the work in his class. Uh, versus my AP World class, but I still like my AP World class better because I feel like his class his class feels like another uh, another um, history class, which I, you know. Well, when it comes to my schooling in my schools, for like three years in a row, each of those things you've talked about, each section like reading comprehension, vocabulary, yeah, those were broken up into different years and classes for some reason so eighth grade year was all about reading comprehension finding similes finding things like that then uh freshman year was all about writing i my class wasn't even ap i wrote more essays than any ap class i wrote 46 essays in the span of that year which was great and that's just counting the ones i had to write for the books that we read and then last year was all about reading. We read a lot. I didn't because a lot of the books were out of class and I don't like reading out of class. But yeah. I I I I mean, I understand that there I mean there's pros and cons with everything and obviously with the class that you just read there are pros and cons because I remember sitting in English last year being like, "Oh my god, English 1. I hate this class because I have to learn all this stuff. We're in an honors class. Why do we have to, you know, work on like reading comprehension and similes and metaphors and and because they won't uh, context clues and, and inferences because they were preparing us for the exam that's why uh and and so now i feel like if, if i'm reading all the time reading is not my favorite thing i'm not gonna lie but i mean i do like uh reading in class because you know it's the teacher's there to help you understand what you're reading because i'm mm -hmm. i'm especially with like books like Siddhartha or, or Much Ado About Nothing. Like, these are real books that we're reading this year, and I don't understand what the heck they're saying. William Shakespeare, my dude, William Shakespeare, yep. um, and, and my Louis dude, Shakespeare. like, the, these guys, um, <laughs> they did this thing called writing with, they did this thing called writing with, with, like, big words that nobody knows. Iamic so, pandemic or whatever. Sometimes, sometimes I can understand what like the, the books are trying to read, what the books are trying to say, but sometimes I can't. Like my teacher's like, "Well, what is that?" Like I can tell by the reaction on the teacher's face after somebody reads something. I'm like, "All right, this is what this has to mean." Because uh, right before they explain it, they're like, "Okay, so this means." And then we were watching Much Ado About Nothing, for example, and like there was a 
one of the guys said something, and it was like a very like sexual line, but just in like proper English, like William Shakespeare language. So he was like, mm-hmm. he just said this, or he just called this girl a little, and I like it was like really, it was really, it was really cool because like like you could tell off the teacher's face. It. like they're just wanting to like simplify this for you but whenever you're reading books on your own it's like uh, it, i don't know what this is saying i need spark notes last year when it came to shakespeare my teacher actually gave us a sheet of shakespearean insults so we can understand what he was saying that's like, great i love that all these insults and then you can make your own I need to print up a list of Shakespeare insults and just use them at people. I need to use them on this show. I need to, like, just call people. I know. Even you know, that, that, that would... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> like, I, su- I suppose. there There's pros and cons. I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. William, I like William Shakespeare. I mean, to an I extent. I hate it. Like, <clears throat> he... I mean, his... his the general theme of most of his books like are, are similar to things that I like write my music about or write stories about. And so it's really cool. Plus the guy was like a closeted gay. So like, that's another thing. Um, just like Edgar Allan Poe was a closeted gay. Well, he was less closeted than William Shakespeare, but um, <clears throat> fun I facts about these guys. Edgar Allan Poe about valid because he dated his 12 year old cousin. I do not view him as a valid person. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was a Edgar Allan Poe. A messed up individual. A, a messed up individual. Yeah, have you? Have you, I'm sure you've read some of some of his pieces. Um, yeah. They're 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 quite twisted. Um, but no, I I like these guys. Were, a lot of guys in history were were gay, and but you don't learn <coughs> that in school because that is taboo. Apparently, gay people don't exist. Haven't you heard? Oh yeah, dude! Like I, half of me doesn't even exist. I don't like, exist at all. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like these guys were the original allies. Um, well, no, they they were no, they were original icons, man. They 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 were they they were they 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 were the original LGBT plus community. Yeah, the OG gays. <laughs> OG gays. Um. But no, so I mean, I, f- I feel like a lot of what we learn in school, I feel like this this episode's kind of turned into a New Year's slash school discussion. So instead of <laughs> using stress as a secondary topic, we'll just talk about school. Um, but no, so I, um, school is stress. Uh, school equals stress, so it's okay. Um, but no, so I feel like a lot of the things that we learn in school, like, are is very censored. Like, if if you look at... I mean, depending on what teachers you have, because a lot of teachers will just tell you the straight up facts. Um, but a lot of the curriculum is written around hiding things. Uh, and, yeah. and we like to talk about other countries and how like they are like very, uh, how they're very sensitive and like quiet. Like <laughs> Germany, for example. Germany pretends that World War II didn't even happen. They um, actually don't. I actually had a German exchange student last year, and really, they actually do learn about it in depth. At some point, at some point they did. At some point, at some point they didn't. I'm, I'm sure it's changed now. Like you said, your German exchange student said that they did, but maybe they, I, they learned about it slightly differently than we would here because we weren't really 
bad guy. As far as far as we know, we weren't bad guys. There's there's an off there's often an expression that the 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 uh, winners of a war the history books writes the history books, which is really which is real. I mean, it's it's valid because it, if you think about it like that, who the won the um, Vietnam War? Not us. Um. So uh. Please. So so we have a uh, nice little nice little story that we tell about. Oh, we sent we sent our troops home, but in all actuality, we like started meddling in their business in the first place. Um, the the government was trying to censor the media by telling them, "Oh no, everything's fine. We are we're winning a war." innocent people to war they were sending innocent people to war they were like so like we did some pretty shady things but whenever we talk about it in school depending on what teacher you have um you will learn like oh yeah you you yeah you will learn you will learn differently than other people will because other people know yeah, this is what happened. The U.S. decided to be meddling little a-holes and decided just to, hey, let's just go over there and start helping because we don't like communism, which I, I don't really know why we, like, protect capitalism. Like, it's, it's capitalism like, half of America isn't even, like, our political system isn't even, like, completely capitalism either. Like, that's a thing. Like, we're, we're not even, we're not even, like, 100% capitalists. We're not. Like we have socialist aspects, um, but n- no country is one hundred percent communist. There has never been a successful communist country because there has never been a one hundred percent communist country. Even the USSR was not even one hundred percent communist. Communism so, looks nice on paper. It really does, and and you know I don't really like like. So if, if I go, if I go and I like, I, I am going to say this and it's going to get like really controversial. I don't like capitalism and I don't like communism. I think a good medium ground is always good. And there's this thing called socialism um, that is a fantastic middle ground uh, that Canada uses. And there's a reason why you never hear. There's a thing. There's a reason why you rarely hear bad news about Canada. There's a reason why Canada is. Literally. One of the most. That's why Canada is one of the most overperforming countries. Uh, so is Australia. I believe they're socialists. Not a hundred percent sure on that. I don't want to be wrong. Uh, but they also like. There's a lot of things that we do wrong, and we don't even acknowledge that we do these things wrong. Like the um, like our school systems. Like how we do schooling here is like totally different than every country in the world. And we are one of the lowest in education. I wonder why. Maybe it's because we do education different than every other country. I personally, my, uh, where I live is basically some of the top schools when it comes to standardized testing in America. And it's only 50%. Like, we're in the top 50%. Like, the 50%. You you know... You, you know it's why not, you know like you know what country is number one in you know what country is number one in standardized testing? Japan. It's actually America, because oh. most other countries do not even have standardized testing. Mother, father. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're the number one country in standardized testing, but fun fact, we're one of the few countries that actually use it. Yay. The guy that made the guy that made standardized testing made it because he be for factory workers. Like our whole school system is based off of factory workers. And we haven't really That's modernized crazy. our school system. So it's kind of just about training factory workers, essentially. Um, which really bad. Um, and that's why we're one of the un most underperforming, like, in education. Like, our country is probably one of the worst in education. Um, you know how we have the... Like, I like how I'm just, like, pointing out flaws of our uh, country. Uh, so that's yeah. not cool. No, I mean... I... I, I, I I don't know what this clip was from. It was from a movie or something. And this person was like, oh, why is America the best country in the world? And then, like, everybody gave their answer. Oh, we're free. Oh, this is because our country's great. And, like, this one guy goes, yep, America is the best because America is great. And, like, like they're like, everybody snarls at him. And he's like, he's like, he's, and they were like, no, really answer the question. He was like, he was like, it's not. America is not the best country in the world. Have you seen, like I said earlier in the episode, I like how the theme of the episode is the numbers don't lie. Um, but have you seen the numbers? Numbers do not lie. Um, I mean, not, I'm, I'm not saying every, every, I'm not saying that everything should be a statistic because not everything should be a statistic. Not every person is a statistic. But like, generally, if you look at numbers, it, it shows you a trend. And hmm. I don't like numbers because I don't like math, but um, <laughs> but I also acknowledge that it's there and that it exists because the numbers do not lie. Like if if like I said, if you look at we're we are probably I don't think I don't think we are the top of anything. I, I don't think that America is in, is in the top ten of anything. We could be the most racist. Actually, that it would genuinely surprise you. We're probably not. We're actually so. <laughs> the more the the more um the more like left America gets. Them. I'm I'm sure it's in the top five uh in in racism uh and, and lack of acceptance. <laughs> um, we got it. But actually, the more the more like left wing that America gets, it's actually kind of funny. The the the, the over time America's gotten more left. Has, has went more to the left, generally, on on most things. Constitution. And um, and and see the funny thing is, we actually. <laughs> so, the funny thing is is that we have become more accepting. Uh, but if you if, if we don't we don't see a lot of good stories you know we don't there's like n nobody has like positives that they're throwing out there because a lot of people like to look at the negative we're probably one of the least optimistic countries in the world too um and so like whenever you see things you just hear about the bad things happening so i mean america's not the worst in in stuff i think we're probably just one of those countries that are like the middle ground oh uh, we do have the number one in national debt that's the thing i forgot about that um but I feel like somehow we're also titled. We probably are. Uh, we also have the. Presently, we are our military is number two in the world, um, next to. Are we to like North Korea or something? I don't. I th I th 
think is North Korea. Technically, it's not North Korea because they don't really have like a military. They don't have like an an official military. It's just it's like their police force. So like they don't really have like a because they. I mean, they they have like bombs and stuff, but like they don't really have like a they just, their their government is centralized on power, so it's just bureaucrats uh, essentially. And the, I mean, you could consider them an army because you know they would fight us if if we if we uh, went to a war. But China actually has no military. Um. They they do have a really strong police force, <laughs> um, yeah. To the point where uh, that, that, I I don't think protesting goes well in China. Um, it uh, so, <laughs> um, so uh, actually, a matter of fact, um, China actually has is is one of the most booming economies, um, and America is. At number one right now, even though we have number one national debt, we have the largest um, income per capita, I believe. Or no, 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 no. Sorry, that's that's my mess up. We're like we're like in the we're we're we're, we're like top two for economy, and for, right behind us is China, and they are like they are like fastly, they they're quickly fastly fastly is not even a word. They are quickly like. Increasing their economy. Like I think within the past ten years, they their economy has done as good as our economy. Like I know, like I like it. They so if you look at us, we kind of have like a trend where we go into like a depression and then the recession and then you know we 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 get better and then we're good and then we're 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 in a uh, we're 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 in a good standard and then we drop back down and you know. So if you, but if you look at China, China kind of started with a little bit of a depression. It's kind of like gotten out of it and like China couldn't stay together for more than ten years for a while. Yeah, yeah, but after they worked out those issues, they were no longer in a decline, and they actually started increasing. And China is probably the best that it has been in a long time. Hmm. America, I cannot say that is true. Um. I mean, I I suppose I could say we're not we're not in like a bad time, but we're not in a good time either, man. I I would do anything to be in the roaring twenties, and you know what? Maybe we are entering the roaring twenties. Um, roaring as we're know, again to the void, as all we're screaming destroyed. Twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even with that, if you look at that, we've actually kind of gotten a little bit more environmentally friendly um not, you, not from help of our government not from help of our government from help of citizens and you know what i feel like americans have learned that you know what and not even just americans because i mean you, other all countries have their problems if, if if you've seen anything like you'll see these leaders attacking a 12 year old on on twitter because they um because they don't like uh uh they, they'll they be attacking like the idea a, they don't like the idea of them not doing anything and people protesting it. And so I think with with people doing more protesting and people like standing up, we're actually getting more stuff done, which is great. Mm. And I know we're not exactly into an hour, but I feel like we're running out of things to talk about. We, we talked yeah. about 2020. We talked about 
schools, and now we're talking about the government. So the socioeconomic like, structures of the United. Yeah, we're like we're stretching too far with this. Um, so obviously, it seems like we're stretching for topics. Um, I'm na- I naturally do this because I've just done podcasts for so long. I can just I can go on a tangent and just like transition to things really easy. Understandable. But you seem to have you seem to have uh, been doing good. Uh, this this was your first first time ever doing a podcast. How was it? Yeah, it was fun. I know. Once you actually get motivated to do something that's fun, it, it becomes fun. So um, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I, we don't really have a specialized um, outro yet. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to uh, Sushi. Uh, sushi had to go during part of the episode. Um, but uh, where can people find you on social media if, you're, if you, if you want to shout yourself out? Personally, I don't want to shout myself out because all my social media currently is trash. All right. Um, well, you can you can find me anywhere as Xander Simpson. Search up my music. Digital Lake Republic has launched. That's a streaming service that I have shows on. Um, Digital Lake Republic, uh, Xander Simpson uh, music. You can look me up on YouTube, which is probably where you're watching this. And yeah, you can you can look up Xander Simpson at Xander Simpson CZ on social media. So go follow me. Go follow our podcast on Twitter. I'm like scrambling to figure out what our twitter's uh, <laughs> twitter name is um i think i have it written in our uh, chat here somewhere uh the links yeah all right so our twitter is wt flock podcast so go follow us there uh i think we're supposed to have an instagram soon i don't think we will we might i don't know we might also have like other social accounts so be sure to keep watching us as we come to you every single wednesday at 11 p.m which Generally, we're going to have hour-long episodes, but, you know, this is just our first episode. We had it for almost, we had it for almost two hours. So be sure to watch and, well, to watch on YouTube, I suppose, and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else where you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.